What's going on, everybody? And welcome. And welcome to the Halloween Roundtable. This is our third time doing this. Uh, it's Michael Myers' birthday, actually. He was born today in the 50s. Um, so this is, like, perfect. Um, with me, um, from left to right above me, we got Colin Hall, and we got Cody Repass, two of the biggest Halloween fans that I know personally. Um, and they are here um, to talk Halloween kills uh, with me. Thank you for the follow. I missed that. So I'll get to that at the end. So thank you to the followers, subscribers, people in the chat. We'll get to you at the end, but thank you for being here. Um, but we're going to be talking Halloween kills. We're going to be talking the rankings of our of the Halloween franchise. We're going to give our predictions for Halloween ends and a lot more. So <laughs> there's so much going on on the screen right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but uh, there's going to be spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen the movie and you're here, you can leave. But if you've seen the movie and you want to hear more spoiler talk, you want to hear what we think, stay. we love to have you here. Um, and if you're just here to hang out and you don't care, either way, we love you either way. So um, how should we kick this off, boys? On one second, let me see if I'm getting. I don't know if your audio is coming through right now. Uh, give me one second. No, it, but like, it's not capturing for some reason. Let me uh, just make sure we're on the right thing here. Um, can you guys in the chat for me? Can you hear them when they talk? Have you heard any of their the words? I know exactly why, because now they're going to be able to hear you. Oh, did you fix it? I fixed it. You guys are good now. Yep, we're good. You're coming through. I can see it now. Awesome. Awesome. I fixed it. it was, it's it's fine. Nothing happened. <laughs> All right. How should we do? How should we start this? Let's just dive right in. Okay. All right. So... Since I'm the host, I'm going to go last. I'm going to go left or right. We're going to give our honest opinions overall real quick. Um, just what you thought of it. Uh, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. We'll just break the whole movie down. So, Colin, we're going to start with you, bud. Um, overall thoughts. Um, going into this movie, I had a lot of questions because... Um, what I kind of didn't really know what to expect, and I didn't want to put a lot of my head like in stuff like stuff like movie. I kind of just let things just play out the way it plays out. Um, I thought tra after seeing the trailers, um, I kind of thought they kind of gave away a little bit too like too much of it. Um, a lot of kills and stuff like that. Um, and then the second. Of course, you know we we kind of you see the Loomis character, uh, but I didn't know what context it was going to be used in. Um, movie starts, you know, I didn't I didn't realize how much like the 1978 flashbacks I didn't be part of the movie, um, so that really surprised me, and I was actually really excited about it. Um, so all that was really really cool um i thought michael was looked at 
real like the mask is especially looked identical to the original which i really really liked i'm glad they did all that and then um loomis which caught me by surprise especially i thought we were just gonna see that that snapshot of him standing behind michael i didn't realize we were actually gonna like see him talk and you know and all that stuff so that i got really when i saw it, i kind of like got up in my seat a little bit um but you know overall you know i thought it was a good movie but there were definitely scenes i did not like i mean i think something that we need to kind of come to realization with this series is except for the first first movie there are major flaws in all movies um and this one definitely had major flaws, uh, especially the, the whole hospital scene. Um, but overall, I don't want to, I mean, I'm sure we'll break it down by certain segments, so I don't want to give away my full thoughts on them. Overall, I did like it. Um, middle of, of the road in terms of like where I had this movie placed in my rankings, I kind of had middle. I mean, there's stuff in there that I really, really liked, and then there were things that I didn't really like. And, you know, when we get to the negatives and stuff, then we'll, I'll go more 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 in depth about it but overall you know i've seen it three times now and you know i'll keep watching it i mean i think all of us are big fans so we're just gonna watch them regardless even if we super the movie i think we're still gonna watch it so but overall i thought it was a pretty good film i dig it i dig it all right cody let her let her rip man after like the first 20 minutes of this movie I, I I was geeking out. I, I thought this was going to be the second best Halloween movie uh, of the franchise. I was so happy. Uh, you got the awesome flashback scene. Uh, just then you get Michael escaping uh, the the Strode compound. I was so excited. I sadly it went downhill from there for me. It's still enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Uh, I have also watched it three times. I. I mean, it's a Halloween movie. Uh, there's only a few that I just simply refuse to watch, but I even watch those when I'm re-watching the entire franchise. The only problem I had... Well, I'll, we'll talk about it later. I, I, I'm i with Colin. It is a middle-of-the-road Halloween movie for me. I, there's some stuff that I absolutely loved. There's some stuff that... I was somewhat mixed on, and there's some stuff that I absolutely hated in this movie. Uh, but it is enjoyable. I mean, the kills are gnarly. Uh, James Jude Courtney is is the man. Like he, I, I can't wait. Just just seeing him, like he's the best Myers in my opinion. There's there's no debate. Uh, obviously, uh, Nick Castle only got the uh, original uh carpenter's halloween and it was way less drawn back like there he's he's not going out and gouging people's eyes out and uh doing the over-the-top kills but man james jude courtney is he's a bad dude he is uh i definitely agree with that with he's the best myers for sure um everyone pretty much got my overall on twitter i'll just reiterate real quick um, it, to me, it definitely feels like the Empire Strikes Back of the, the three movies. Not in terms of how great Empire Strikes Back is one of the best movies of all time, but how dark it was, how there was a lot of grit in it. Um, I enjoyed that first 15, 20 minutes. I was like, 
I was blown away by that flashback scene. We'll get to that here in a minute. Um, I loved the way it ended. I that me. Um, I just thought chaotic night that was at hand. Um, that the ending was just as that's how it needed to end with the with the villain standing tall to, to complete this because we all know he's gonna die in the next one. We'll, we'll see. That's we'll get to that too at the end. But I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I just kind of decided where it goes in my rankings um, as far as, you know, out of the whole franchise, and we'll get that as to it as well. But I really did enjoy it. I was uh, kind of shocked of how um, just that opening, that, that, that flashback scene. You can do so much with flashbacks, and they can take a lot um, of things away from a movie. Um, placement, uh, the way it's shot, um, if they overdid things, but it was brilliant it was perfect in uh in every way um that scene and let's let's just let's get there let's start there because it's basically like one of the first things well, it's we the best in the scene movie. in the movie yeah the best scene in the movie hands down but uh, <laughs> um and also by the way everyone out there i was actually god had this requested like a couple hours ago um so anyone who whoever that person who started that petition to get the firefighter scene taken out fuck you yeah, get out of here. That's garbage. <laughs> actually, actually, he's killed. He's killed police officers the entire franchise. He killed a kid in this movie. So like, <laughs> yeah, he killed a literal kid this movie. Um, it actually the petition actually read to me like uh, like someone did it for fun. But either way, if he, he, that person meant it, I get it. But fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's talk about this. Uh, let's just just let's kick it off with Loomis because. Loomis oh. is something that I think we've all wanted to see um, in some sort of way. I mean, we got Rob Zombie's, you know, um, Malcolm McDowell, who was not bad, but it's not Donald Pleasance. But we got this Tom Jones Jr., I think the guy's name was. I think that's yep. the guy's name. Um, and what they did, Christopher Nelson, the, 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 the effects guy, makeup guy, the guy who created the mask for this movie, uh, for the last two movies... Um, just killed it with the practical effects of what the way this guy looked, the way he sounded, um, his mannerisms, the way he walked. Um, just as soon as he showed, like you heard cop cars coming, heard his voice. I instantly smiled because we always goof off about how he screams about everything all the time. Um, but it was just perfect. They they did such a great job with Loomis. Like I don't know if you could have done it any better without like you know resurrecting no pun intended uh, Donald Pleasance. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I I, I literally almost cried. I, I was I was so happy. Like I, I can't I can't even put it into words. Like that was the biggest thing. I always was scared of them doing a flashback scene and ruining Loomis. Like ruining the Donald Pleasance just aura. Like that's he's such a prominent figure in the first six movies, uh, say from Halloween three. I. Uh, but man, they they really killed it. And there's a bunch of people saying like, "Oh, did he kill again?" The the line that he he says they that a lot of people don't like it. I I loved it. I I, I loved everything about the Loomis character. Uh, it was small. It was just it's everything you needed. You didn't need a ten minute drawn out uh, dialogue driven. Uh, just long segment with Loomis, just giving people the the moment 
Uh, and, and I think David Gordon Green did a really good job with that, especially with all the OG characters, uh, legacy guys he brought back. Agreed. Yeah, so the, the fact that CGI is just incredible. Like when you, when G-Rob, when you, when you said how it was actually, like when you sent the article about it was actually a, a makeup thing that they did with this the guy that played him, that just blew my mind even more because it's like, looked identical to Donald Pleasance. And I, when that scene, when he comes in to the house, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Because like, you know, we've seen him do things with Donald Pleasance in the bat in like the past, you know, like Halloween H2O, you know, there's that scene in the beginning where they hear, you think you hear him talk and it does like, doesn't match at all. And then like the, uh, 2818 at the beginning, we hear die. That, and like those drawings that that they made of him, and then like the voice actually sounded pretty pretty close in 2018. So, but now to actually have him like in the movie, like a physical, and did it in such a cool way, just unbelievable. And it like definitely was the highlight of that movie. But I I applaud him big time for that because that was just some. I mean, what sucks is like so we you know, in the trailer we see him behind. Well, I was like, man, I wish they didn't have included that in the trailer because I think that would have made it even more of a big surprise. I don't think actually no one actually thought that he was going to have like a role where he actually got to talk and we actually got, you know, more than just that one scene standing behind Michael. So it was unreal and I, every time. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing else you could have done. It was perfect. I mean... There, you can't really call anything perfect these days because, you know, there's always something wrong with it. There's a lot of opinions out there, but this to me was just it was perfect. The whole scene was just great. It was exciting. Like, yeah, um, it it felt it, like '78. Yeah, it really did. Like in these movies, you always want to get the atmosphere right, and it definitely felt like a extension of the first original movie that we all love. Um, just the the cops and like the way they were like everything about it was just was cool and like but the Myers house too was just spot on. spot on yeah it was perfect just straight up like to the the, the little uh um what was it uh the the drain and the drain that fell in the first movie i hit the window it, that was it was just perfect even the crack was still there it was it was they every little detail that too the second time i watched it i was like even at that whatever the gutter fell or whatever hit the window it was in the spot the same cutout everything i was like man that's just perfect and a really cool little detail too that i noticed the second time watching it was that the um the station wagon you saw was parked right out front of the house like like across the street where Lonnie really? and the cops I... were yeah no, i didn't catch that yeah that was <laughs> there were a little, couple little things in this movie i'm like is that really there so, um, I knew that they were going to film a flashback for 2018, but they decided against it. And I think this might be the same one that they wanted to do. Because I heard, if I remember correctly, there was an overhead shot of like everything happening at once. But um, the way they did it here was great. Um, is there anything else you guys want to touch on before I ask you guys what your, your favorite things were? We'll go with... Or actually, we'll go negative first, and we'll end, we'll end uh, the discussion with the good stuff. But uh, 
Um, anything else you want to touch base on with this flashback? I want to cut on. I want to touch on a few things in the flashback scenes. Um, I kind of wish this is me, you know, the, the super fanboy in me of these movies. I kind of wish, like, when they, when they, when that other, when Hawkins shoots him in the alley and he runs off, you know, he goes off in the side, and then those other police officers. I kind of wish they were like, "Where'd he go?" I was like, "Oh, I think he's behind the Elrod house." Oh yeah. Because I, I kind of <laughs> wanted that, you know. That's just me because I love Halloween too. And then I also um, thing that I didn't really, so in Halloween it's 1978, you know, Lonnie, to, you know, a, kind of like a troublemaker type type kid. And this, they kind of made him be feel like he was just like you know almost like Tommy Doyle in the first one, just like you know innocent kid. He's you know he's getting picked on. I kind of wish they kind of let him have that same type of character that. The Lonnie character in 1978 had, um, but I, you know, other but that's me kind of nitpicking kind of the whole that whole thing. But other than that, I mean, yeah, the crack scenes were great. But those were two those were two things I kind of wish they kind of included. But you know, it is what it is. The score in that flashback scene was amazing too. I was just about to say that so. I waited to listen to the vinyl that I got of, of this of Same. The score. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like listening to um, uh, the track called standoff, which is basically um, a redone from the first movie, but like they twisted some of the, the, the keyboard tones that they did. And it sounded like it kind of sounded like a, um, a, a, a old school digital clock alarm going off. And the way they twisted the notes just made that scene so much more darker to me. And it really, you really felt the evil that was hovering around the house. Um, brilliant. And then the other pieces, like uh, the Myers House, um, which is track three on the soundtrack, First Attack, everything. There was little instances of the original score, just a little bit, just a tad bit updated. It was perfect. Like, literally. I If... This was just all we got in the movie. It'd be the greatest Halloween besides the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just tack it on at the end. Um, uh, well, so, uh, one more thing. Yeah, I, I get it with the, the Lonnie thing too. Like, I, it was just interesting because like a bully getting bullied, it happens a lot actually. Like there's always a bigger fish in the pond. And it, those kids literally reminded me of the O'Doyles from like all the Adam Sandler movies. That's <laughs> that you get for messing with. I don't forget what the last name they used, but that's what it felt like. The Macaulays. The Macaulays, yeah. So they were like the O'Doyle rules of the, of the Halloween franchise. But um, let's get into our um, dislikes. Uh, we'll start with uh, with Cody this time. Well, let's kick it right to that <laughs> crappy ass. A hospital scene. Uh, God bless America. That was bad. I understand what they were going for. The whole mob mentality thing. Uh, I, I get it. I I understand that David Gordon Green really wants to showcase uh, like things that are happening in the real world in his films. Especially the Halloween movies. Because apparently for Halloween Ends, it's going to be set in present day. And it's going to have the COVID pandemic wrapped all in the movie. Uh, for me, this this scene gets worse each rewatch. I cringe even harder. 
Uh, mostly because the guy we're supposed to believe is Michael Myers is like four foot nothing midget Danny DeVito. He looks nothing like Michael Myers. If you get someone that is six foot, 5'11", whatever, okay, I'm in. This dude is, he's not five foot tall and he's like, 260 pounds he's there's no way that's michael myers and i just i thought it went on way too long it took away from the characters i wanted to see uh obviously with it being the middle uh the middle movie i knew we weren't going to get a lot of jamie lee curtis uh it kind of felt like halloween 2 the original uh where she's kind of relegated to a side story i uh, i wanted more allison uh, that's just me personally uh, and this this scene just seems like something they threw in just for oh this is for the mob mentality type of thing and it's something that I just wish was completely out of the movie okay alright Colin yeah well, those scenes were I mean <laughs> I dislike it as much as Cody but it's there in terms of just that's the whole evil dies tonight thing <laughs> yeah it's too much I mean I understand like and Marion you know she got it from the bar and I can't remember what the saying was love lives today but evil dies tonight and like it's too much but I mean he, he he's driven that that town crazy no so people are are upset you know tommy's i mean tommy doyle is he's biggest the whole movie he was not a character that i could get behind you know he wasn't that i was just like man i, I honestly in, in my head i was just like you know what i hope he i hope michael gets him because you know i did just didn't do it for me and um and then i and just um uh, and the lack of you know i yeah the jay lee curtis we knew that she was hurt so we knew she probably wasn't but the way the the trailer seemed like she was going to go after him you know they uh, obviously i understand that you know scenes need to be scenes were cut and it'd be more involved in the uh, going at um, after Michael, so from so her really doing much, you know, action scenes and going after him, and then just the whole Tom Doyle character and that suicide kill, I thought was kind of pushing it too much. I mean, I don't know what the you know. They wanted you to feel bad for the guy, but and then he ends up killing himself. I mean, it's just, but like I said, he, you know, but Michael turned into monsters, you know, and scenes out, you know, the hospital scene and Tommy. I mean, those that scenes definitely made it a bull. Dropped my expectation. I mean, my overall thoughts of the movie. I had high expectations. The way the movie started, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. 
and then after those scenes, I was like, oh man, that's this is kind of tough. But then they kind of got it back me into it with the ending. I like the ending, which we'll get to, but yeah, the that hospital scene and Tommy Doyle definitely dropped that movie. Okay. <laughs> this is the, the thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about only because, um, and this is why I didn't say anything until now. So um, I can agree a little bit with how long that scene was. If it was me, I would have chopped it a little bit up, um, trimmed it down a little bit. You guys were right for, for sure with the mom mentality thing with that's what they were going for. And I also agree that Tommy Doyle wasn't the character that we wanted him to be and he kind of wanted to root against the guy. And I think that's the reason why they wrote it like that. I think he was the guy who started all the, the, the ruckus. And, um, and I think a lot of the town doesn't really know what Michael... I, I would go, and this is a stretch I know, but like I feel like a lot of the people just look at him as like this boogeyman monster and the story gets passed around and and I feel like misidentifying someone, especially with a mob mentality and the chaos that's going on, no one knows what's happening. Everyone's everyone's in this one central location. Um I think it's I think it's safe to say like them I misidentifying someone. And I get yeah, it probably should have been someone taller, at least given the impression, but at the same time, I get why they picked who they picked, which is very interesting. I, I didn't think that was going to be anything. Like they were going to have like one of the escape mental patients be even in the movie. Um, yeah, I didn't either. I felt for that character though when he jumped out the window. That they the music I think is what did it, and like the scenes where they were like showing like Karen and like Bracket and and Tommy kind of just staring like, what the fuck did we just do? Like what do we what what's going on here? Like. Why is this happening? And then the aftermath with the with the failed sheriff sitting in the stairwell, just like like in shambles, like Lorian and and um, what's his name? Uh, the deputy. I I, I don't use my one Hawkins. player Hawkins. Just kind of staring, like, what is going on here? Like, this is the weirdest. The weirdest. Why are we doing this? Like, this is not who we are. And you know, horror always had like these undertones. Um. What, what what's going on in the world politically or socially um and i i appreciated that but the how much we spent there definitely could have been trimmed down that's one of my negatives um and it finally took me three v views to watch the evil dies tonight thing to kind of start souring on it <laughs> um i don't mind it but a little oh, less God. like the like the two times where tommy's like all right, all right guys go evil dies tonight evil dies tonight like all right I get it. Like we don't need to keep saying. It. I think every everyone knows they want this to end tonight. We don't want this to keep going. Um, I do like the everyone else chanting it though. Like this big one chant was kind of cool to see the whole town get behind something, um, whether it was wrong or right, whatever. Um, I feel like Tommy definitely was a character that I couldn't root for, and I think it was written specifically that way for that reason. So when his death did happen it was satisfying to me i was like damn straight that guy deserved it <laughs> like he turned he, he went from this cool kid to paul Rudd to, to to the guy from the breakfast club and um it, it just i don't know i just i'm glad he died um i do wish uh 
that was cut down though. That, that's my biggest flaw with the movie was the length they spent there at the hospital. It was cool to see Haddonfield Memorial again. It was cool to see the logos again. Um, and the the EMT jackets yeah. were identical to the original. Exactly. And it was just really cool to see that. And uh, it, it was just, um, but again, you know, if it was me, I would have added, I would have, would have, would have chopped it up a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of another flaw before I throw it back to you guys that I, because there's like one more thing that I didn't, I didn't. Another I didn't. got a few things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, mob dating at the end, I thought was really, what the, like, they made it seem, oh, he's, Michael's just, you know, these guys are beating the crap and, you know, all of a sudden it took one wrong thing to then have Michael just have the upper hand and just wiped out everybody. You know, so I. You know. It was edited so bad too. You think? Yeah, that that uh, when Michael when the the unkillable track hit and Michael rose up and started wiping the floor of everyone, it was the shots were like of of people like it. It was just all up in your face. I hated the the choppiness of it. I I don't know. It, it just it felt off to me. Uh, you, you just get quick slashes, people, uh, people just dying. It felt like they built the Tommy Doyle character up so much. I thought he would die, but the way they, like, he just, quick death, whatever. Like, it, it was like the character didn't mean much. And, of course, he got the uh, the baseball bat to the dome, uh, head smash, uh, Negan style, but... Like it was off screen. All, all all you see of him is him trying to swing the bat and Michael stabbing him in the gut, and that's really it. I that is one thing. Like, and I that's another one of my negatives is I didn't like the editing there, and I hated the editing of Karen's death. I hated it. Uh, I understand. Like after rewatching it, I it looks like the first shot when she turns around and she's got her arms up. It's the psycho shot. It's the shower scene. Uh, it just, it felt so choppy. Like it, it, they were just jumping back and forth. I, I'm just not, not into that kind of thing. And it felt like Michael was in like fast forward when he was swapping it, swapping the knife. And it, it's not anything like what he would do. I um I don't know. I uh you made some good points there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I, I just couldn't get behind the editing. Like as soon as I uh, as soon as Michael killed all of the mob, I uh, finished off Tommy Doyle and it showed Karen looking up into the window. I, I watched this movie Friday morning at my house at five AM. Uh, my sister come over. Uh, I was gone all weekend. I knew that was the only chance I was going to have to watch it uh, before Sunday night. So she come over. We watched it. And as soon as Karen looked up to the window, I looked over at her and I said, oh, they're really going to kill Karen at the end. Like, that's going to close the movie. And my sister said, no way. And I said, one of them has to die. I mean, they can't go into the final movie with all three Strode girls. Like, it's just... It's not going to be, and sure enough, I just, 
that that death would have been it would have been they could have done the the whole psycho uh kill and given homage to that i uh, but have it be a a good kill like a, a solid kill after that don't keep cutting and and swapping it, it just it felt rushed like it didn't feel like a finished kill and maybe that's what they were going for maybe karen's not dead maybe in the next movie she's just cut to shit well i i i get why they did besides the psycho shot i'm glad you pointed out i was wondering if you guys caught that um because that's the first thing i thought like it was totally an homage to that which is cool i mean i get it jamie lee's in it so obviously it's gonna happen that way um the, for the chaotic of, I mean, and I get it. It's like you think everything's over. She goes up there, but I, uh, someone has to correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, but I think in Jamie Lee's uh, Lori's like you know little uh, monologue that she's she's talking about, you know, like how he's transcended and he's you can't kill him like any other way, um, you know. And it's something that Lee from Drum Dums, shout out to him, pointed out that she does say "Curse of Michael," which is actually really mm-hmm. cool. Um, just don't bring, still bring the man in black and we'll be all right. Even though I love six, but, uh, we'll get to that another day. Um, I just thought like, she does say something about like, you close your eyes and then like, they, they kind of talked about that too. That the, the cops, like, like Michael just like went up there and he just stared out the window and he, he probably saw things or whatever. So it's possible. I know a lot of people brought up this idea that she might be alive still. That was all in her head. But I, I agree with you, Cody. Like, I one of them had to die, and it would I, that would have been my vote. And I thought she would have been died in the first one, but uh, I, that's what I was hoping for. She, her character deserved to die in 2018 because it like she was the worst character of the main girls in that movie by a wide margin. Did you like her better in this one? I did. Yeah. I, I actually liked Judy Greer in this movie. I never thought I would. Uh, but I, I really did. Uh, still happy to see her go. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it just, it's like, it's like, um, a lot of people are also saying like, it's the middle movie. We have to see how they tie it up in the end to really feel what, what this movie really like accomplishes and achieves. Um, it's incomplete. Yeah. Like that, that's what I, I've been trying to to reserve my judgment because after 2018 came out, I I was really, really against it. I did not enjoy it. Uh, there was things that I really liked and there was a lot of stuff that I hated. And after this movie's come out, I've come to appreciate 2018 a little bit more because this story actually ties things together for 2018. So I'm not going to completely write this movie off uh, especially the ending. I'm really anxious to see what happens and ends. And if this movie can go up, my only worry is unlike 2018, this movie isn't the issues that I had aren't exactly story related. A lot of the issues I had were dialogue driven and I don't think they're going to be able to, to fix that going into ends. I can agree with that. Yeah, like the, yeah, I can agree with that for sure. The dialogue is, the Tommy Doyle dialogue was was so cringeworthy. It was like he was a politician speaking, 
into like a, a green screen. He wasn't talking to anybody. It, it the stuff that he said you would never say like to a group of people. Like it, just the way he was acting, it it was so unnatural. I just they had so many missed opportunities. Like another one of my biggest issues with the movie was when they're at the bar. Uh, the OG legacy characters. Uh, Tommy uh, tells the story of the boogeyman and everything for whoever <laughs> that didn't watch the original or whatever. Uh, and he says, he toasts to Lori and he says, uh, wherever you are tonight. And like, for me, I wanted, when, when they got that reunion in the hospital, I wanted to, I wanted more. Like, it was just a quick, oh, uh, you saved me from the boogeyman 40 years ago. I'm going to save you tonight. Uh, and, and he was gone. Like, it, it was, that was the biggest letdown for me. I wanted to see more of their reunion and know, like, have they seen each other in 40 years? Like, what's their relationship like? Uh, and it didn't harp on that. Like, I, I loved the Lorian Hawkins uh dialogue when when they were in the hospital together that was perfect and I, I just hate that we didn't get that with tommy and Lori because it felt needed especially after the whole uh toe scene because it, it it just left such a sour taste in your mouth like well did does she hang out with them it is like what's going on so um before i throw about the colony here uh I do believe that they do, because from what I'm led to believe from a lot of the things I've been reading and uh, just some interviews and like going and actually looking through the script that leaked because it was the actual real script. Um, they do know each other. And the way I, I picked that out is the way that um, she goes, Tommy, Tommy, like she hears his voice, obviously knows his voice because if they didn't see each other, I don't know how she would know his, how the sound of his voice, unless, you know, there's dialogue in there that, you know, that was their cut or whatever. It's like, Oh, Tommy Doyle's here. I think they do know each other. And I think, yeah, I, I you can make a case for a little bit more fleshed out. Um, but I think the way they wrote Tommy to be this, like this over the top, like overspoken, I'm trying to be a hero type deal. It was, it was like they, it was like they swapped him and Lonnie, like from the original, mm -hmm. like Lonnie was the kind of dickhead kid, uh, the bully. And then they swapped it with Tommy, Tommy, who literally looked into the face of evil as a, what, eight year old kid mm -hmm. who obviously would be scarred for life. Uh, turns out to be like this. He, he wants to hunt Michael down and kill him. And then Lonnie's like the the lovable OG character. Like, I, it was it was like they swapped him. It's like, I feel like it's a realistic with that, though. Like, I feel like bullies sometimes grow up and they, they change their ways and they become, like, like the cool people. Like, I'm never going to be like that when I was young. And, I like, not to get... I'm not even going to go there, but I'm just going to give a hint of going there. <laughs> I feel like Tommy is a lot of these certain type of people that are out there right now. And I feel like that's where they were trying to go with it. 
right or wrong, whatever how people think. That's I think that's why I I dug him a lot more because it was like I'm looking at a person that a lot of people don't like. I don't like that kind of person right now. But like I, I don't know, I think hit or miss it is what it is at this point and he's dead and uh, hopefully we'll get something <laughs> he's, to gone. Say. he's gone <laughs> so it's like gone. i think they saved the best the best out of the oath the, the 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 character i cared about the most from the original characters that came back damn right is still alive hopefully they I mean you didn't see them die on camera she's in the hospital somewhere is Lindsay Wallace? We'll get to that. Collins, is there anything else you want to add to this or anything you didn't like? Um, so I was just watching the ending um, again, and I'm. I had. Do you think there's like this now? This there's this like this sense between Lori and Michael now because like when the way that he was knew. Then how she is in the hospital, but then also. Whole like when. Um, mask and he she's like holding it and talking to him he's just, she's like can you feel it it's just like and then when he's i was like i was think there's got to be some type of connection between them now because and then when he looks up and sees her, the young michael in the window and, and you know she pretty much ignores everybody you know her daughter's sitting there hurt you know, she's looking up the stairs. She sees, you know, Cameron and Lonnie's in the, the, and, and she just went straight to like the bedroom and like. I I know they, I know that. In, eighteen, they they told you know they dismissed the whole brother sister angle thing, but, man. I'm also like thinking, I was like, are they gonna try and bring this back up because there's that sense. I don't think Michael they now. I hope they don't go that direction, but it wouldn't shock me now if they ended up going because now, like, there's that connection between the two sides. I think, um, I mean, there's always been like this thing where, like, I, I'll give you an example, like, crazy Bam Margera, and he's crazy right now, but anyway, he needs help. I hope he's getting the help he, uh, he, he rightfully needs. But when the, the night that, um, Ryan Dunn died. He felt he he said he felt something wrong, and he didn't know how to handle it. And I feel like this happens a lot with a lot of people. I've heard this from people, and I feel like that's what you got there at the end. Like she felt something was wrong, and we'll get into the alternate ending that they were going to use that they didn't use. They should have. I think yeah, that maybe. ending would have been way better. I think um, either or for me was fine, but that last scene could have been really cool as a. Uh, Isaiah. But it also could have been a whole like something Jimmy Champagne said on YouTube and shout out to him too, one of my other favorite guys to watch on there. Um is like it he didn't want it to feel more like Halloween ride, and I feel like that probably would have put that over the top for me. Um but it still would have been cool to see it, and we're going to see it on the Blu-ray and bet your ass all three of us are gonna buy that shit. So like <laughs> it's happening. Um four K still book, baby. Oh hell yeah, dude. Oh hell yeah. Um I still need to get the the new 4Ks of one through five, even though I don't want to. I, I got mine from Scream Factory just the other day. Did you? Nice. Did you get the set, yeah, or did you like? I bought I bought the set. I didn't buy the vinyls uh, with them, but I did buy the set. That's awesome. On Best Buy, I was looking at those. Um, 
The only one I couldn't get uh, was Halloween 3. That one was sold out. But the other, one, the other, other ones that you could still get, but Halloween 3, it was, it was sold out, which I thought was pretty crazy. Can you feel that, though? Can you, like, asking the same question as uh, as Karen did, but can you feel the love for Halloween 3? It's just, there's, it's, there, there's something that's happening in the universe, which makes me fucking happy. Um, but I could speak, we got it, we all could speak about Halloween 3 all day if we wanted to, but, um, let us get into, unless anyone else has any more dislikes, we're going to get into the, the, the loves and likes now. Um, actually, I think I, I think I, um, just, no, I mean, I think we touch on everything. Um, I don't have anything else. I don't think. How about you, Cody? I think I've I touched on just about everything I, I wanted to between all of us. Uh, needed more Allison. That's definitely a con. Uh, that's that's really the only other thing. I uh, that I, I really feel like this movie should have been her movie. I uh, with if you're not gonna feature Jamie Lee Curtis, Allison's gotta be the one that takes. I understand that we're only supposed to get a trilogy here. Uh, with uh, 2018 kills and ends, but Allison is the the torch passer. Like Jamie Lee Curtis can pass the torch to Allison, and Allison can take on a whole new franchise. Like, I, and I just felt like it was a massive missed opportunity uh, to not feature her in the movie when you're not going to feature Jamie Lee Curtis. And I understand you want to bring all these OG legacy characters back. But a lot of them just died pretty much meaningless deaths. Uh, they're, most of them are not even needed. If if you just take their names off of their characters and they're just Haddonfield homeowners or whatever, it, it is, it's just, it, it feels like the same death. Like, Marion Chambers, uh, she was not needed in this movie. Girl. <laughs> yeah, she was just a girl. Um a chance <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well let's start we'll, we'll go um because i agree with that too but needed more um needed more um why can't i remember i'm like tired but um, allison allison there you <laughs> go i like know her real name by heart but like, i whatever um i'll start i'll kick us off with the with the likes because um there was quite a few that i liked um i'm gonna start with with uh with the kills like and I want to talk about my favorite kill of the movie. A lot of awesome, like, especially, like I loved. Everyone said the gun, the the the. When <laughs> Myers, I gun. laughed out loud. I laughed out loud. Literally for laughed out loud. I popped so hard for that. I I was so happy that, like, it feels like like an action movie, like, <laughs> like thing that happened, like a Jackie Chan thing, like where he punches something and like something goes in someone's head. I thought it was great, but my favorite kill, and yeah. I think it proves that michael is still a curious child um inside is, yeah, we've talked about it i already know yeah it's the the scene where he kills the caretaker from the the cemetery same actress and her husband and she's just laying there she just got mdk'd in the, in the neck um shout out to nick gage um and her husband is already like pretty much dead but like he's like oh no he's dead, dead. He, he's dead dead but like he's He's laying on the table. Mike is just like, and we're coming around. The camera kind of like does this nice slow pan over, and I love that as as a filmmaker. And he's just stabbing, and his 
James Drew, Courtney Lake, Cody said at the top, best Myers. Just the just the the curiosity where he turns, he grabs a knife, he turns, kind of looks at what he's doing, stabs, then stops, tilts his head again, like, oh, I'm not done. Oh, there's more. And he's just so like in his element. And it felt like I think it's something that we watched a movie, shout out to them, said that it was like someone working on their art and like trying to be a perfectionist and like it was just fantastic and the the dread and the music and like the wife still breathing still alive barely watching this happen and they cut back and it's just like this was insane insane and i loved it um I love that he grabs, uh, he finally finds the one that he likes and, and just yanks it out and, and it's like, all right, cool, and walks off. <laughs> and, that, and that could be the thing that he did. Like, he was just you killing the guy because he didn't like anything. And then he finds one, he's like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to go kill some more people. Um, Another thing. I know Col- Colin has, like, a super hot take on the kills. Like, he has, I think he said his favorite of the franchise. Cameron Kill was my favorite of the whole franchise. I thought that was unbelievable. Like yeah, that, that guy, he's great. He got, he got fucked. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. I was like, because that was a character I couldn't get into. I was just like, eh, I don't like him. And then the way that he, I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> I just love the way he like, like he he did everything to him, and he's barely alive, and he's coming after Allison, and. Um, I, this part too with Allison being badass, like stabbing him the way she was stabbing him and stuff was really cool. But like he's coming down the stairs, he stops, he looks at him, he goes, "Oh, forgot about you again. Kill you, with, you know, snap your neck. You're you're fucked." And then he continues to go like just to fuck with her was was great. Um, but let's go. We'll, we'll keep going around. I don't want to take up too much time here. So, um, Colin, what, what was something else you liked? uh just the all the like uh, the annie montage like when they like you know through her and her um on the hospital bed thing you know the you know the what called Wayne too yeah that was really really cool um i liked all the kills were just excellent Mm -hmm. um I thought they did a really good job. A lot of on-screen kills too. Just you know, Halloween 2018 had a lot of off-screen kills, which is something that I didn't really like. But this one was definitely they. Yeah, those kills were all were all just excellent. But yeah, the Cameron kill is up there, right next to uh, John Strode and Halloween Six, and his kill is probably my two favorites. But yeah. Um, the the but all the flashback scenes I mean just we talked about them already but all the flashback scenes like uh, they all like him with the music the original Myers House music it just with that whole beginning was awesome and um yeah it was just yeah those yeah just the kills were definitely the best part for me all right Cody what do you got. I touched on it a little bit. I loved the Lori and Hawkins interaction. Uh, like when Hawkins gets wheeled in and Lori says, Frank? And, and and you get that interaction between the two where they obviously are having a moment 
uh, and, and you get the the whole uh, Ben Tramer uh, name drop. I, I popped. Uh, but it was it was just something that was so great after all the crappy dialogue uh, from the middle of that movie. Like as soon as the Tommy Doyle character come on, the dialogue just went way down, and that really stood out as something that the movie definitely needed. Uh, and, and I just thought it was so flushed out, and they gave it enough time to breathe. They gave each of them plenty of lines. They both got to say what they wanted to say. I, I love that, and I I really enjoyed Big John and Little John. I I never thought I would. Like, when, when they introduced those characters, I was like, okay, it's a gay couple. Cool. I, I, I love that David Gordon Green... He does not care. He's gonna do. He did the mob mentality. He has a gay couple. He he's gonna do things that he he wants to showcase things that need to be talked about. Uh, and I love that uh, Big John was the smaller one and Little John was the taller one. Uh, just little things like that. And then of course when they are about to meet their demise when Myers is fucking with them, trying to get into the house, and he's knocking on the back door, then he knocks on the front door, and then uh, Big John says, hey, uh, did you lock the back door? And little John walks back there, and he goes, uh, there's somebody in our house, and it ain't a kid. <laughs> and you see you see, Big John, he takes his robe off, and he's got his little white beater on, and he grabs the, fu- the fucking charcuterie knife. And I was like, I, I popped. I I was I was dying because he gra- He's like, I'm ready. I got my knife. And and then little John grabs a legit kitchen knife and he get, he says, I got my knife. And the only thing about those characters that I didn't like is they kept referring to them like Big John and Little John. Like no nobody's gonna do that. I understand it's funny. Like they're the they're the comedy of the movie. I. Uh, but it did start to get overused. Like when when Big John's walking up the stairs and he's looking through a room and he said, there's nothing here, Little John. And Little John says, oh, this room's clear, Big John. Like it, that that doesn't happen. But I, I love those characters. I, I And then you obviously get just a insane freaking eye gouge kill. That's That's one of the nastiest eye gouge kills you're ever gonna see like it when when he puts his fingers in his eye sockets and and you see the blood start spurting out and then he pushes deeper it was like his eyeballs just exploded and started to come out of his sockets it was awesome yeah it's that that whole scene it made me laugh because like as soon as i saw little john on screen i was like Stuart from uh, Mad TV, and I, I was like, <laughs> I was so surprised and so happy because he's funny. He's legit one of the funniest people I've ever watched. Like, I love Mad TV, like more than SNL, like for a while. Um, I and I, and I agree. I, I think it's great that you know that Haddonfield is a small town that like every representation is is there, and I think that's important. You know, and I, I think that's a great thing. Um, I think uh, one of my other favorite things in this too, for sure, is that the comedy definitely hit better. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I was a fan of the the little kid in the first movie. It was like my favorite, like favorite part of the comedy. But there was other things in there, like the peanut butter on my penis thing. Oh, that's just Stanley McBride right. saying, like, I'm, die. that's Stanley McBride just saying, like, hey, I'm here. 
I'm not in the movie, but I'm here. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, I, like, scenes. What's that? The whole cop scene in 18. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that either. The, the, the sandwich stuff. Like, stuff that, that what didn't carry over to this movie. So that was, I think, I was like, thank God. I was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only good part about that cop scene was the deaths and then just Christopher Nelson getting, getting some screen time because he's an awesome special effect makeup guy. But, um, uh, but the comedy did hit better and like there's just a scene where little john's walking through the hallway and he like passes by the mirror and jumps at himself and just keeps walking it was so great i thought that was so great um one of my other favorite things about this this movie and just as a whole and i think this is something we should definitely all talk about is that michael truly feels like a force again he's not this cursed guy of a tattoo and a and a and a, and a rune He's not, you know, he is now superhuman, but he's not in a bad way superhuman. He's like, the way that they're going, I feel like they're going to go about it is definitely the way they should. I love how, like, he kills and then he goes home and he just wants to be home. And yeah, motherfucker just wants to go home. It's simple as that. And I love it. And I love the way that Laurie describes him at the end, you can't kill him with brute force. It's basically what Loomis said all those years ago. Like, he's not human, you know? He shot him six times. He's not human. You know, he's he's definitely something else. He's a force of evil. And and it's what they were trying to convey in Halloween 4 with passing the torch to Jamie. Like, pure evil. It's not just a person. It's what's inside. And I also yeah. like the fact that, like, you know, he, it's not about Laurie. It's just about him i love that they actually finally did that yeah they finally went with that they and, and that's another reason why the hawkins and lori i uh, just their their all their dialogue works so well is because lori's t- telling hawkins like I, I gotta be the one to kill him he he's gonna kill all these people because of me and blah 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 and hawkins is like no you're the doctor took him to you he wasn't going to you little bastard was wanting to just go home yeah like the the doctor is the one that that put you in his way i love that it just it, he's just evil just motiveless evil will kill whoever gets in his way and i i, I love that we finally got that and i love Lori as a final girl like that's uh, Lori's like up there with sydney prescott and um you know, a couple other uh, fun girls that I like, but it's just like, I'm glad that, and I'm, you know, I've always been, you know, a, you know, a, kind of like a, a fan of the whole brother sister thing. I thought it was cool. You know, it's always something to talk about before we got these movies, you know, and then we, we take it back to the original. He's a force of nature, a force of evil that plagues this town. And it, it, he's like the Grim Reaper. He, he's destroying a town from within. And, it's not about any single person and like the only reason why he he's after Lori and 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 stuff because like you said the doctor brought him there and like in the first in the original movie she's just there because he dr- happens to like go to the school and like he drives by her and her friends walking down the street and then and sees her first time when she comes up to the to the house to drop the key off and like oh you're you you kind of remind me of someone I'll, okay i'll kill you first you know like yeah it's just I fuck one with of the you. things 
Yeah, I that's that's one of the things I wanted to ask you guys. What did you think about all of like Lori's one-liners, like the Shakespearean lines? For me, they didn't land. For me, they're like trailer lines. They don't belong in the movie. Uh, it, it those lines seem like they would be perfect for a, a Loomis character, like Donald Pleasance. Those would have been Loomis lines. I don't think Lori delivered them the way they should have been. Go ahead, Colin. She had some lines in 28 team that I did not like more so than this movie. Uh, but yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about, but I mean, I like catch them and, you know, but lines in 2018 that I, I was just like, that really didn't need to be said there, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I get what they're trying to do because she could possibly pass off as like, she is like the the Ahab of the of of this new movie. Um, basically, the person who's knowledgeable about the subject, but also is the hero. Because um, if you really think about it, that's Loomis was the hero. You know, he's always saved the day, and you know, in the first movie, so like. I get why they were doing it. Maybe they didn't land the way they should have, but I get it. I get it. Um, I feel like it just anything's gonna happen in this this next movie that I uh, I it's unpredictable at this point. I just know that what the, it's gonna jump four years later and it's gonna kind of take place in present time and it's just anything's gonna happen and it's just, it's gonna be fun to to talk about. How does she die and ends? She's got to die. I think she goes down with him. I, I, I think she burns think, the fucking house down with him. Yeah, yeah I think. I think the house is gonna play a massive part in the in in Halloween ends. I really do, and I think I think Lori burns that motherfucker to the ground. Speaking of the house, first of all. Thank God they made that <laughs> house just perfect. Um, you know, we've seen like Halloween 5 where the house. Oh, <laughs> oh my I can't God. wait till we talk about the rankings. Oh, I can't wait. I know how the, so that new house, the house, the original house, obviously it's in LA. Um, it's the same color one that they showed like we're, you know, in the movie. It's that bluish color. They didn't actually film actual original house today no because the original house is now a uh a lawyer firm and it doesn't sit in the same spot it did when they yeah, shot the original that. movie but the, the reason why i thought they, they could have filled it there because i thought the exterior color it's that bluish color that's what it is now am i right is that right i think i believe so i think it's a darker color actually i have okay. me, i'm gonna look at my picture because i have that picture still the way that the inside was done, really, really nice. I was thinking, man, did they actually go to the original and I know the, update it? <laughs> the original was redone. You know, they said they use it for something. So that's why I was just like, did they actually go there and <coughs> film it there? So, but yeah, thank God they actually, the house looked like the actual house. I mean, they built that thing from scratch on a set and it was just pitch perfect, man. That's just, sorry. Chucky just tweeted at me to remind me that the new episode of Chucky's on the night. Um, shout out to that. I love that show. Um, 
No, it was that the house was so perfect. It, it it's incredible. Like, cause from what I thought, from I don't know, there was something that I remember seeing. I don't know if it was real or not, but like from what I saw, it looked like it was the front of the house and like the side of the house was just like a wrap, like a like it was built. It was like wood, but like everything, like it was just built in front of a house, or like another house. But it actually was the full freaking thing, and it was pretty cool and they shot in south carolina and north carolina i believe which is crazy because i would love to go see them shoot that movie when they shoot uh ends wherever they are in north carolina it's near the coast but um yeah uh is there anything else that you guys liked about the movie you want to talk about or do you want to get right into so the rankings? i want to talk about a miss opportunity that they they should have had for the mob scene uh it's a throwback to halloween ween too i wish they would have done someone like bracket would have been like tries was butchered this is awake <laughs> i wish that line made this movie but because it would have made sense because you know that mob scene in halloween wing wing two and they show luke is talking about you know this is awake i was kind of hoping they would throw that now that I, i've seen it a couple times i think about it, I was like, god that would have been a perfect throwback line yeah that would have been pretty cool like you know i you know what i'm surprised that they didn't do either like because in one of the earlier, like, attempts at making another Halloween after Resurrection and Rob Zombie's movies, um, there was a script called Halloween Returns. Really, really awesome. Seriously, one of the best, like, unproduced Didn't Halloween scripts. The, the, the police officer from Halloween Wing 2 was going to be, like, one of the main characters in that movie, too. Yeah, Deputy Hunt. Yeah, he was, like, a retired cop and stuff. And like he looks like a mountain man now. I think I think he's got like a bit like a big like um who was that guy that always um did like the uh uh diabetes commercials. Um he would always talk about it and like he had like a big mustache. He kind of looked like him now. Um I was surprised they didn't like bring him back. About, but I just remember his name. W like Wilford Brad Wilford something something other. Yeah. Um but yeah, I it would have been cool to see some other like cop like even if it was just in the background like he was there so like you know um and i'm surprised we only got a mention of ben tramer just a mention it was cool we all popped for it but it would have been <laughs> cool to, like they go the route of the whole Lori hawkins thing i hope ben 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 tramer come, comes in takes out hawkins and go nope she's mine she's mine <laughs> 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 but uh, going back to uh, that real quick, because um, I wanted to touch base, I love that too—the the interaction between them, the history, because it was set up in 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 eighteen just by a look when um, they're at the the gas station and Lori's there, and um, Hawkins is kind of giving this look like he's just staring, and then like he gets cut out of it by the sheriff. There's definitely some history, and I was like, oh, they're gonna touch on that one day. And I'm glad that they did. Um, and it was great. Will Patton's such a great actor. Like, he's been in everything. Like, remember the they stuck, and stuff. And it's so good. They stuck true to their guns. I mean, Will Patton couldn't shoot straight in the flashback scene. And he couldn't shoot straight in Halloween 2018. So, I mean, he's obviously, like, a shitty shot. Uh, he should hang out with Lori a little more often. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm not... <laughs> is alive but you know here we are you know that guy got ran over i don't care what it is <laughs> yeah because like, when they showed him at the beginning 
where he was dead. Cameron comes and goes up to him, and then he moves like it needs you know, to die. And like his injuries don't even resemble that he even got ran over in the first place. So it's just like you know, is he lies or anything? Because they he he got they ran he ran him over. <laughs> he got run the fuck over. Yeah. Um, the only other things I wanted to touch on is like I, I love the Lonnie character. Uh, I I don't know who played him. I can never remember the the guy's name. I uh, it was fantastic. I uh, he was my favorite OG character uh, besides Lindsay Wallace. Who, God bless, she looks fantastic for someone that's fifty two. I uh, the other thing the carpenter score i mean they can't screw anything up i mean it's it's not as good as 2018 but man it was it was still pretty good yeah it was meant for like the atmosphere for sure oh that that's the song they used for the him going after alice in the house i thought was kind of seem as dramatic as it should have been but other than that yeah it was good I think there was bits and pieces from, um, uh, what was it called? Um, hold on. I have it right here. The first, the 2018 soundtrack. Um, where, where is it? I see. The Shape Punts Allison is still the best track. It's better than the, than the fucking theme song. You think you, you, that, that's, that's that, old. That, that is the <laughs> best score or the best track of any Halloween uh, track of any movie oh. that that is that made that movie that made 2018 for me that that score that just that scene it was man that that's when you knew Carpenter was back I like that I I I, I it, it is I remember hearing that before the movie because I, I that shit is still my ringtone is it that's awesome I listened to it a lot actually and um but I was saying, like, it, uh, the, that, that scene where Allison and, and Michael are going at it, there's bits and pieces of uh, Halloween Triumphant, which is the last song in the first of the 2018 soundtrack. It has little bits and pieces of that in there. Um, Robert Longstreet is the actor that plays Lonnie. He's been in a lot of Mike Lanigan stuff, like everything. Um, it's like a common, common collaborator besides Mike's wife and, and, and things like that. But um, who's fucking awesome director one of my faves right now one of my faves in the game i still need to finish uh midnight mass but that's a different day a different story for a different day um i'm trying to think if there's anything else surprised it was not in this movie who he because i don't think he died in 2018 the guy from the podcast i'm surprised oh no he's dead he's dead as fuck dude i was i was a prominent like he's gotta come back He's got to come back because we didn't see him. We didn't see him die. He was still breathing. He, he looked no, like he he's was dead as fuck. I don't think he died. He's dead as fuck. I think he comes back. And that's that's I a mission for I, later. I don't nah. think he was dead because he was. My guy took like seven face shots to concrete. He goes after the girl from the podcast, Michael. And and like the salt, his eyes are still moving, watching Michael go in there and killing. But her. he and he is that, taking some some it, faint breath. Four years. That makes me think he's still alive. Four years does a lot for a concussion. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna we'll be brain dead. We'll see. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into our ranking since we 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 broke this movie down. Um, I I have some bold things there at the end. And oh boy! So let's start with the end. Like go from last to first. We'll start in order, like we did in the beginning. Colin, let's start with you. Um. Including, because I have a, my rankings do not include the Rob Zombie ones. Are we including these? If you want, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going. Is not only if I think it's a good movie or a bad movie, but also including ones that I just cannot watch and just. So, if we're including the Rob Zombie movies, I am putting. Sorry, Cody, I am putting Rob Zombie Hall, Halloween Two. At at the end, just because it's the one I I've seen probably less than five times. I can't get into it. Unmasked stuff, horse, uh, oh, character, fuck off. All that is just <laughs> it. Even though I think it it is better than five. We read red red resurrection, but I, just in terms, just because I haven't seen it enough, I am putting Rob Zombie. Following two at the bottom. I think it's the worst one, but just I just haven't seen it enough to even really give it a fair ranking. You keep, I mean, I, are we keeping going with mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go down your list and then we'll... Okay. Uh... I, I thought we were going back and forth. Okay, sorry. That's cool. um, so then next I have uh, Halloween 5. Um we have enough time to go through that movie but that's just a whole just, podcast on its own <laughs> just the myers yeah, house maybe. mask tina uh Ugh, the rate the, right there is why i have it next i'm going to shock people with this one well i don't know i'm going h2o next holy H2O hell H2O is worse than resurrection because kills Dawson's Creek, everything from after when, after the beginning with with the the two getting killed and Marion get, get get getting killed from that moment until the final ten minutes, fifteen minutes, that whole movie right there is just garbage. <laughs> uh, the are terrible, uh, everything. So I'm putting H2O worse than Resurrection. Resurrection, I'm going with that one next. Uh, do I mean I've I the more I watch it now is more I'm starting to like no it's not it's bad the beginning is really cool I do like the beginning a lot um, up, up until the Lori death I think that whole leading up to it explaining what happened at the end of H2O is really really good those kills I think all of the kills in the movie are actually pretty good uh, and the looks really really cool i think they um and the mask isn't as bad as h2o um song Re resurrection there then i got rob zombie one i like the first i hate the first half love of the second half because it kind of follows the original <laughs> um next oh i know this one's a high up on the year on your two guys's list uh halloween four i'm going next just because the mask is just god off uh, and then uh, just 
yeah, uh, Cody's big on Halloween four, but the mass really kills it for me. Um, especially, I understand they didn't want to go back and fix it. The pink, you know, the mask with the, <laughs> you know, the white hair and all that stuff. Um, I, I understand they didn't want to fix it, but I think it's it's an eyesore. It's I'll go Halloween four. Um, then then I'll have Halloween twenty eight eighteen next. Um, Lori's back in it, who was really strong in it. Um, Michael, you know, that guy who plays Michael is, the, um, well, maybe second. I do think um, George Wilbur was really, really good, too. Um, so I have eight. And then after that, I have Halloween Kills. Um, I did and then eight, then 18, just because of the, the kills, the, the flashback scenes. Um, it just, I think it, and the flashback scenes might be the best mask in the whole, uh, the originals really is up there too, but I think that one's on the original. I like it a lot. Um, so then we get top four, um, Halloween six. I'm going with next. I do think this is a kind of a, a hot take. I do think Kara Strode is a better final girl in my opinion than Rachel. I am sorry, but that's, <laughs> um, I think she's excellent. Um, you know, she kind of puts, you know, she's, she's not afraid to fight Michael and thought her character was really good. Um, Tommy Doyle, you know, he's, Paul Ruddy steals the show in that movie. And then just the atmosphere in the movie. And then Loomis, I mean, Donald Pleasant's last in the franchise, I think he does a really, really good, good job. I like um, Deucer's Cut, I really like. Um, F's in that, the John Strode death is one of my favorites, top two probably, along with the Cameron from Halloween Kills. So that's Halloween 6, number 4. Three, I have Halloween two. Um, it's a, I, it's pretty close with the original for me, but just because I feel like watch Halloween, Halloween two, with the original, um, everything about Halloween, Halloween two, the hospital setting is my favorite setting of all of the movies. Um, the score, the mask is really really good. Um, characters like you know. People that you can get, you know, or characters that I care about. Um, I like the score and everything about Halloween, Wayne Two, the ho the hospital, the atmosphere, everything about it is excellent. It's also the one that really got me in into the whole the whole whole series. So we get to the final two. Um, again, I am going off which ones not only are the best ones, but also the ones I like watching the most. So in this case, I'm with Halloween 1978 second. Uh, it's it's downright perfect. Um, John Carpenter, I wish he was, he would still direct these movies. Uh, just because I think he's the one that can make a perfect Halloween film. Everything, score, the low, 
set. You know, the Wallace house is up there with the hospital for mine. Uh, everything about it, the atmosphere, the mask. It's just the original. It started everything. So, but then number one, just because yeah, I myself watching it the most, and I know it's the most. That uh, shit no, nuts one. It's the, just the one that everything about it, I love everything about it. It's Halloween 3. I'm putting that as my top one just because it's the one I watch the most now. It's the one I find the most enjoyable just because Tom Atkins is the greatest character in the whole franchise. Um, <laughs> Tom Atkins is just the greatest. Um, um, the, the Carpenter score with, you know, um, the Halloween song, you know, the commercial song. Uh, factory setting is awesome. The whole Santa Mira town to me is just like everything, you know, the, the Rafferty gas station, that guy, that character is one of my favorites just because he has some of the lines and I like his, his voice. You know, he's just this fresh guy. And then, um, the kills in there are really, really good. They're really gruesome. Um, the Mike figures, like the guys in the suits are really really cool um cocker one of the is one of the best villains i think you know he he wants to kill millions of kids you know he's the stonehenge rock and you know how he does it you know god knows how he did it but he is watch it more and more it's the first one i watch and when it gets to this tired 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 of year i find myself at least once once a week just for me it's not the original the best but the one i watched the most is halloween three it's the one i just fall in love with i'm putting it at one even though it's like a one a one 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 b but i have Halloween three at one just because it's i just love it so much and tom atkins just rules <laughs> so those are my <laughs> a rankings but yeah i knew i would get some hot takes with halloween three at the top Resurrect or H worse than resurrection, but yeah, those are my rank. Respect it. I respect it. All right, go ahead. I can dig it. All right, well, I have all my notes here for all the movies. I, I rewatched every movie in this franchise and leading up to kills. And like before, uh, last or actually yesterday, I watched Halloween 2018 followed directly by Halloween kills. So I got a good grasp of those two. At the bottom of the barrel, number 12, Halloween 5. Terrible Mask. Shitty Myers, probably the worst in the franchise, arguably with Chris Duran. Uh, and H2O, another one that's just... I'm sorry, dude just doesn't look like Michael Myers. They made Jamie a mute. What the hell? They killed Rachel, like, in the first 20 minutes. Like, piss off. Such a great character, and you just blow her out for <coughs> For Tina? For Tina? That character? Are you serious? And then you get like Loopy Luna, uh, Loopy Loomis. You get, he's just nuts at this point. Like, Jamie's more scared of him than Myers. Like, the only, like, decent scene in this entire movie is the laundry shoot. Uh, and, uh, Daniel Harris said how much it literally scarred her as a child. 
Uh, so obviously this movie's just trash. It's the only movie that's boring. Like it's the only movie of the entire franchise that feels like a chore to watch. Like I understand like Rob Zombie's Halloween, like the first half of it is mega bad, uh, but it's not boring. Like th this movie is truly boring. Uh, it deserves the dead last spot. Uh, in number 11, I have Resurrection. He killed Jamie Lee Curtis in the first 10 minutes. Like, whatever. I uh, Busta Rhymes. Get out of here with that. <laughs> just just trash. Uh, he punked Michael Myers. No, you just don't punk that character. Sorry. Movie's trash. The only reason it's not dead last is because of Halloween 5. That... Like so, those two movies are just abysmal. And then in number ten, I have Rob Zombie's Halloween. I uh, it just the the whole first half of this movie is just a joke. The the vile white trash dialogue, and then in the director's cut, you have the just way unnecessary rape scene uh, for Michael's escape out of the sanitarium. It's it's just completely unnecessary. Uh, it's just like Rob Zombie having to put some just disgusting, vile shit in his movie. And, and it made it where, like, what really bugs me is Rob Zombie made the director's cut the cut that you could get when you went out to buy the movie. Like, you have to search out the theatrical cut for this movie and Halloween 2, uh, or both Rob Zombie movies, I should say. Uh, off but is the tv they're airing them on amc are those theatrical versions uh the theatrical version uh it's just a generic uh escape scene like where michael breaks his chains kills a whole bunch of cops okay so that's because that's, that, that's the one yeah that's the one you're probably watching uh but it's just like i don't understand why he felt the need to add that scene like it offered nothing uh, it just it made the movie feel super grimy and like it's extremely uncomfortable to watch uh, how how long they linger on it. Uh, one of the one of the big positives of Rob Zombie's Halloween is Daniel Harris returns. I uh, I love her. I uh, definitely you should find the theatrical cut. Like if you're gonna watch that movie, actually fast forward like the first half of it and just watch like the. Uh, remake of the 78 movie. It's just Rob Zombie's version on crack. Uh, Tyler Maine's a good Myers. Uh, he's freaking insanely tall. He's a massive human. Uh, probably the most terrifying Myers that they've ever had. Uh, coming in at number nine, I have Halloween 6. I love the atmosphere. I love George P. Wilbur. I love the mask. The more I watch it, it's just too incomplete for me. The the two cuts are just so different. Like you, I, I want to like. I love. I like the producer's cut. I hate Jamie's death in the producer's cut. That's not Jamie Lloyd to me, but that's the Jamie character in the movie. She dies to the man in black. Like just gets wasted off like off screen. Nah, I'm out on it. I. I, I do like that it, the producer's cut had a better ending overall, even though it was still open. Uh, the theatrical cut, at least you get the ending for Loomis. Uh, the deaths in the producer's cut are just crazy. Or no, the theatrical cut, the deaths are nuts. 
and the producer's cut that's kind of uh, laid back. Uh, going on, number eight, I have H2O. It's one of the movies that has fallen a lot. Like, each rewatch, I like H2O a little less and a little less. The only thing that I love about this movie, and I always will, is Jamie Lee Curtis cutting Michael's fucking head off. In my opinion, this is the timeline. If you're picking your fighter, I should say, out of all these different timelines you have, Halloween, Halloween 2, and Halloween H2O, Resurrection Never Happened, whatever, that's a perfect ending for H2O. Like, cutting the head off, perfect. Get you out of there. Uh, you get the awful CGI mask. I uh, oh that it's it's the worst mask of the entire franchise. Uh, there's barely any kills. Uh, it's just it's a movie. It's really forgettable. Like I, I, it's one that I actually don't enjoy watching that much because it's pretty boring. I uh, moving on number seven, the new kid, Halloween Kills. Obviously, we've just talked about it. You know what I like. You know what I don't like. Uh, sadly, I think over time it might go down. I don't see it going up like 2018. There's a lot of stuff I enjoyed, a lot of stuff I didn't. I uh, I'm hoping ends really ties it together and and can make it go up some. I just don't have I don't have very high hopes. It's going to move up very much more. Uh, and then on to number six, I have the original Halloween two. Uh, it flows just perfect if you watch 78 and then follow it straight up with Halloween 2. Uh, the kills are great. One of the best endings of the franchise. Uh, I just don't like the whole family brother-sister BS. I don't like Lori's a mute through the entire movie. Or not a mute. She's relegated uh, to just being bedridden through the entire movie. Uh, that's one of my biggest issues with the with that movie. The kills help it a lot, though. Like, the, the scalpel kill with the nurse is still iconic. Uh, let's burn through these last ones. Uh, number five, I have 2018. It actually went up three spots. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more watching it after I watched Kills. Uh, James Jude Courtney, he's the man. That is Michael Myers. Uh, no one will ever top him. In my opinion, he's he cemented himself as the best Myers. If if ends is his last movie as Michael Myers, whoever comes in after him has massive shoes to fill, and I just don't see him being able to to fill them. Uh, the bathroom scene is easily the best scene in 2018. It's creepy. It's brutal. It's violent. I love it. Uh, the score, Carpenter, he was back. Uh, like I said, I mentioned it before, uh, The Shape Hunts Allison is the best track of any Halloween movie, in my opinion. At number four, all right, let's start some controversy. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. This movie, it is, there's not many people that like it. I completely understand that. I am in the minority. I love this movie. I hate the white horse shit. Uh, I despise that it's just a way to get his wife in the movie uh, i understand that but i hate that aspect of the movie uh but there's so many positives in this movie that like most people just don't even don't give it enough of an opportunity you get the crazy great performance from brad dorf 
when he sees Annie dead on the floor at the end of this movie, it is probably the best acting this franchise has ever had. It's emotional. It's incredible. You get the great uh, uh, montage of little Danielle Harris from when she's in Halloween 4, Halloween 5. Uh, it's such a great end to her character, even though I would love to see her show up in a cameo for Halloween Ends. It's not going to happen, but uh, a boy could dream. Uh, it's not happening. Uh, it's just not happening. Uh, I love that we get to see Lori's reaction to being to finding out that she's a Myers. I love that. We don't get to see it in the original Halloween 2. It's, uh, you find out, uh, or she finds out off, off screen, whatever, because... Uh, in H2O, she already knows. I uh, I love that you like Scout Taylor Compton d did a fantastic job in Rob Zombie's H2 compared to the original. I didn't really care for in Rob Zombie's Halloween remake, uh, but her reaction to finding out that she's Michael Myers' sister is fantastic. Uh, and then you Lori dies. We needed that. Like, that needed to be in that story. Like, Lori does not need to be tethered to Michael. I, I'm happy that Jamie Lee Curtis is back, but this story needs to breathe. It needs to get away from those two characters and do something else. Uh, that movie is just wildly, wildly criticized. People, if, if they would go in with with an open mind, I understand it's it's not a great movie, but it, it is something that can be enjoyed for the things that Rob Zombie does. Like, it, they took the chains off. Let him do his own thing. And I think he succeeded in a lot of stuff. Obviously, trying to take Dr. Loomis and making him just a grade-A douchebag. Nah, I, I didn't like that. I, I didn't like the whole ripped-up mask. Uh, and I hated the white horse. Uh, the white trash, crappy-ass dialogue that you got in Rob Zombie's Halloween... It's really only in like the first 10 minutes of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. He gets it out of his system right away. And then you get a pretty grounded movie from Rob Zombie, which you don't get very often. I, I've always said he's a fantastic director. If he lets someone write the script for his movie, he has a, a, a horror classic in him. Uh, he just, the writing and the dialogue in his movies is just so bad. I, my top three coming in at number three is Season of the Witch. I have it at number three. Yes. If this movie wasn't related to Halloween, if it didn't have the Halloween three name and it was just called Season of the Witch, this would be a horror classic. People would love it everywhere. It would be one of the movies that everyone watched on Halloween. But most people, myself included, for so long didn't watch this movie because, oh, it didn't have Michael Myers in it. Everyone needs to watch this movie. It is batshit fucking nuts, and I love it. Like, I, I love that they just went just absolutely AWOL with this movie. Tom Atkins is awesome. He's chasing ass, so he's going to he's gonna do whatever she wants. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love it. Like, the score is is great. It's a top three score of the franchise. Like, I, I love the score. Uh, Cochran is fantastic villain. Just 
when when he's about to die and he just looks up and smiles like you know like that's that's a true villain like that he didn't he didn't care that he was gonna die he was he was he would happily go out the way he did uh at number two obviously i have halloween four i'm a massive fan of that movie uh the rachel character for me is the best final girl actually no i take that back it's jamie lee curtis is the best final girl i'm hoping allison becomes that rachel is so close though the way she took on the mom role for jamie man that i think that's what makes me hate halloween 5 so much is they just killed her off and she was such a great character has such a good ending has a horrible mask one of the worst masks of the franchise if you gave me the 2018 mask for halloween 4 i actually might have this as my number one the mask holds it back so much you get a great ending you get daniel harris she's fantastic you get a methodical myers he he takes out specific things before he goes after uh jamie and rachel it's just so good and then obviously number one it's the og it's carpenter's halloween there's nothing else i can say about it that hasn't already been said i mean <laughs> it's john carpenter like it's nick castle it's jamie lee curtis it's it's the classic like there's there's nothing else that needs to be said the movie that i don't care what anybody said that that started the horror craze that movie brought it all on and it didn't need blood it didn't need language it didn't need any of that like the way michael myers is just motiveless evil and then you get the absolute fantastic performance from Donald Pleasance, who's just as vital as John Carpenter to the Halloween franchise. To me, I I, I will always adore this movie, and I, I think Donald Pleasance means more to the franchise than John Carpenter, to me. I, I don't think anyone would be able to dispute that if they tried. I... I agree with you 100% that we all agree. Donald Pleasance is the soul of this franchise and always will be. Just And he, will be. I mean, he kept coming back for movies that he probably shouldn't have. I mean, he didn't need the money. And, and he kept coming back for, I mean, Halloween 5, God. After he looked at the script, he had to have been like, what the hell? He what is this? That, he saved that movie because that movie, if he in that movie all time all time bad but those scenes with him and Michael saved that movie a little bit to at least make it you know for those scenes because that's by far the best scenes of that movie those Shakespearean lines that he got in all of those Halloween movies whether it's the OG whether it's H2 whether it's Halloween 4 whether it's Halloween 5 or uh, Curse uh, for Halloween 6 he delivered those lines and you believed them. Like, that's that's what the new movies are lacking. You don't have a character that can deliver those lines that that I, I feel like I, I believe them. Like, it, I just, I can't explain it fully. Like, I miss having a character like that that's supposed to make you feel what Michael is. Like, the way he, he said... Uh, 
how he said Michael had the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes in the original, or when he said, I, I prayed that he'd burn in hell, but I knew in my heart that hell would not have him. Like, stuff like that. No one else in the franchise, any timeline, any movie, nobody could deliver those lines and make them believable like Donald Pleasance could. Wholeheartedly agree. And it's funny, too, that um, just some of the things that, I mean, it's what you said, with the lines that he was given, even in Halloween 5, we still believed him. And, I mean... He went all in on that shitty character that they they made him a nutbag. They made Jamie more scared of him than Michael, and he went all in and, and gave a fantastic performance. Which I'm going to go right into my rankings because I want to only piggyback off this Donald Pleasance thing. My uh, so with the number twelve spot is Halloween Five. It's I've grown a lot more, a lot more dislike because I think remember the last time I didn't mind Tina, I didn't mind the story. It wasn't great, but it's whatever. Because it begins the darker, it kind of segues into six. I can't stand this movie, and the more I hear about the. The, the behind the scenes um, just disregard of of the character and you know I'm all for filmmakers taking risk and I'll get I'll get into that a little bit later but this was just garbage and the fact that I think from what I've read or heard recently that Donald Pleasance was so done with the series at this point that he made sure that his character had a heart attack at the end of the movie. Because that's what happens, supposedly, is that Donald Loomis dies at the end of Fife. He's like, he has a heart attack on top of Michael Myers. Yeah. That was what I read. So if that's the truth, if that's true, like, I'm glad he got out. I'm glad we got him in six because he was awesome in six. He was he was right back to that guy that we loved. Um, but everything about this movie, I, I do like the, the atmosphere is dark, and I do like that. That's, like, the only saving grace... Other than Loomis. Um, and the score isn't too bad either. I don't mind the score. Um, but everything else about it is just bad. And you kill Rachel. And I love Rachel. I, I She's one of my faves too. Um, I, I like Ellie Cornell as an actress. And I mean, and then the garbage shoot, uh, the laundry shoot scene is fantastic. It's one of the best, like, like chase scenes, if you can call it that, of all time, in my opinion. Number 11 is H2O. Um, I think you guys touched on it uh, enough. I, I, I can't stand H2O. Like, I used to love H2O. It was like one of my favorite things. And, like, I just I don't like it. It's too Hollywood for me. It's too big studio. Like, trying to, like, even to the score. And I like scores that sound like that. But... Or sucks. It's just, it's not a <laughs> Halloween movie. It's, it's, it's Dawson's Creek on steroids. And, and like... I was just watching an interview the other day with Jamie. She was on stage with uh, for some convention a while ago, and she talks about how there was a clause in the contract that they couldn't kill Michael in that movie um, because Mustafa Akkad put that there. Obviously, he went, it's a cash grab, so they didn't want to kill him. And all the, the, the trauma back and forth between everyone. And, and like Kevin Williamson, one of my favorite screenwriters of all time, he created Scream. I will never, ever hate on that guy for creating that movie. Um, 
but he there just there was nothing you could have done to make that and he created i believe he wrote and created dawson's creature so it kind of makes sense but um yeah. it's just one of those things it's just not a, it's it sucks and like i the only saving grace in that movie for me i like the beginning of it it, it kind of feels like an extension of h2 um and i like um the masks suck. Obviously, the masks suck throughout the movie, except for the only time they use the Hollywood Six mask, which is coincidentally in the beginning of the movie. Um, but there's nothing else. There's nothing else. I just can't stand it. Um, and also the, the tribute to her mother and her mother being in the movie and everything is pretty cool with the with the the the, the psycho car and all that stuff. Um, number ten, Resurrection. I am like Colin. I'm finding myself enjoying it a lot more for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't think it'll ever move up past where it's at but i have a new appreciation for it because you know what it is what it is it's a movie and i laugh and i have a good time watching it it's like the room for me it's like it's bad it's good and i mean bo katan and starbuck the same guy same actors are in the movie and i i, I love katie sackoff big katie sackoff fan um I hate the mask in the movie, though. It's the, one of my least favorite masks of the, of the series. Oh, like his eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, number nine is uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, for every reason, you guys, sort of like the, the beginning, I don't like that they gave a backstory to him, and it was just such a bad backstory. Um, but the last half, I always will have a soft spot for the three girls that played Lori, Annie, and Linda in, in the Rob Zombie movies. I love, especially Danielle. Like, Danielle's the best. I, I, I watch her stuff on Instagram. I follow her all the time. I, I Anything she does, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, and uh, Scout Taylor once said that my dancing shirt was cool. So, that's that I always have a soft spot for her. Um, number eight is Halloween 4. Uh, no particular reason why it's ranked low. I just, there's other movies I like better than it, but it still, it, it brings it right back to the basics. It, it, it kind of, kind of erases at the time the, the mistake of doing an anthology with the title Halloween. I love that they tried it and we'll see why later when I, when I rank three, wherever that is in my ranking, um, I see it right now and it'd be surprising to think to some people. Um, I just think, uh, I, I, I don't know, the mask kind of really ruins it for me. And I get why they use that mask. And I, I kind of told myself this today before we were going to come on. Like, um, you know, if he burned up, that original mask burned up. So there's obviously um, other masks like that around. But there's also masks that kind of mimic that mask like there is in real life. So that's the one he found and picked and used. So I kind of tell myself that story. And it makes me feel better watching it with that, with that in my mind. Um, number seven, Halloween 2. Um, as Cody said, the reason why I like this movie a lot is because it's a movie that they let Rob Zombie do what he wanted. It was totally off the wall. It was different. And as a filmmaker, like I said earlier, I'm for filmmakers taking a chance on stuff that maybe shouldn't be done. Maybe if you, if you on paper, like you told me this is what was going to happen. But it's a, it's a fantastic movie. It's dark. It's shit. It's super dark and it's, it deals a lot with mental health too. And I, I like that too. Like it kind of gets into that. Um, I, I get why people don't like it. I honestly understand. I don't like the white horse stuff either. I think it's stupid. 
And I love Sherry Moon. I'm a big fan of Sherry Moon Zombie. I'm looking forward to seeing her in the Munsters. You know, it's just going to be cool. But um, it's a movie that definitely deserves some respect in some sort of way. And I feel like with this movie, it's it's a Halloween Kills is the Rob Zombie Halloween Two of the new, of the new franchise of the new um, movies. I feel like over time people are going to appreciate it for what it is and will find really find something into it. Um, but it's still divisive, and and it always will be. Um, number six is 2018 Halloween. Um, I watched it right before I saw Kills on Friday night. I actually did one 2018 Kills. Um, I like 2018 a lot, and I think it's, it's it's a cool movie. But the more I watch it, the more I'm like, I can see why the Zartain thing bothered people because it's now starting to bother me a little bit more. I see why um, the comedy kind of just took me out of it a little bit. Um, I would really like to see the original ending they had for 2018 where he, she fights um, Myers outside of the house, the other compound, and uh, there's like a knife fight, apparently. And I would love to see that ending just to see how crazy it was. And like, there was no fire burning um, in the house. Like, that was the original ending to that movie. Um, number five is Kills. So when I first did my rankings, Kills was number two. I moved it back because I started to realize as much as I love Kills, I like four other movies a lot better. And I think it's because of my, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sentimental value for these four movies I'm going to talk about next. But uh, we already talked about Kills. Don't need to get back to it. Number four is Halloween 6. I used to be deathly afraid of this movie when I was a kid. I love this movie now. I think it's crazy. I think Tommy Doyle, uh, Paul Rudd is goofy as fuck, and I love it for that reason. His some of the best like turn around and look the camera moments I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but I love how dark in the atmosphere it is. It's like um, Kara Strode is awesome. I agree with Colin. I one of my favorite Final Girls in the series. Um, the Men in Black, they took what was shitty in five and kind of gave it some light. And I love that it was Dr. Wynn. Great twist. I love the producer's cut so much. Um, I see what Daniel Ferens was trying to do. And that movie was a mess in production too because there's so many hands in, in, in the pot that it just, it's not complete as Cody said. But I still love it. Um, number three is Halloween 3. Uh, it's fucking awesome. It's such a good spooky story for for Halloween and I really wish the anthology would work. I think if that happened now, today, it would be so much better. Because we're all, we love our anthologies. American Horror Story, The House, or The Haunting of uh, the Mike Flanagan stuff. Like, there's so many anthology stuff, like, uh, uh, what's another one? Um, Creepshow, things like that. We we got that now, and I think it would do a lot better. But The Town of Santa Mara is great. I love Dr. Chalice. Tom Atkins is, for some reason, not the best-looking guy in the world. But in every movie he's in, he's like, he slays. He slays. He slays in The Fog. He slays in Halloween 3. It's great. Um, but it's a good movie. And I love the the whole idea that masks kill children. And kind of hope that kind of ties in the end just a little tiny bit. That's just a hope. Um, my number two is Halloween 2. It's classic. I, I can never stop watching one and do back to back. And I love to because of the score. It's a little bit elevated. Um, I could tell that John Carpenter didn't want to do the movie because he made the sister thing and it doesn't really make sense, but I still have a sentimental love for it. Um, it's dark, 
Dick Warlock as Myers is awesome. And he's actually one of the main robot dude in, in Halloween 3, which is really cool. He's got the mannerisms down on that as well. Um, but I, it's the, Halloween 2 is dark as hell. It's, it's a very dark movie. And uh, I love the mask. It's basically the same mask. just a little tiny different maybe because it's a little maybe two years older. Um, Loomis is great in it. Laurie's great in it. Um, uh, and I like the ending of the TV version a lot better than the one we got um, because Jimmy's alive and I like Jimmy. So it's cool. And uh, the poem, the song that uh, the one paramedic sing is funny and always makes me laugh. And of course, Halloween 1. It's OG. It's the best. It's the reason why I got into filmmaking and I always will love that movie for, for that reason. And not to mention it's one of the best slasher movies of all time. Um, and one final thing before we quickly get into some of the, the predictions, we'll give like two predictions each. Um, James Drew Courtney, as Cody said, best Myers. He is the Kane Hodder of the Halloween series, for sure. And he's going to be the first person to play Michael three times. So, and hopefully more if they ever do more. And they probably will because it money. is what it is. Money. And it's a business. It's a business first and an arts form second. But, um... Let's go around the table. Let's start with uh, Cody with uh, uh, your two predictions for Halloween ends. Allison kills Michael. Well, killed, kills Michael. Uh, obviously, I fully believe that Lori sacrifices herself to save Allison. I want to see her burn the house down. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's what I want. I I think Allison will deliver the final blow to put Michael down for this friend, or for this trilogy. All right, Colin, you go ahead. Really, honestly, I really do not know what I <laughs> want. I really don't because I don't want to get something in my head to where I this is what I want and if it doesn't happen then I'm like eh. but I had to say something Michael ended up I think they end up doing something where they both die at this at the exact same 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 time type of I don't know what. I haven't really thought that through, but I do think they both die silently at the same time. And I think Allison, you know, you know, I think she's gonna have a big role in whatever happens at the very end because, you know, at the end of eighteen, we kind of thought, you know, she has, she has the knife. We're like, what's that mean? Is she gonna? Hopefully she's I a new killer. Or something. So I really don't know, but I do think she have a big thing, a big ending. However, it ends. I don't think it's gonna end the whole series as you know as a whole. I do think I do hope they go in the direction with Allison being the next Lori. But the only I don't know for two predictions, but I do think Lori and Michael. I, at the same time, sure, but I do think that's what ends up. How, how, do, do that's that's what happened. But I really don't know because I don't want to put anything in, in my <laughs> ruin the movie because I 
I want to be surprised, and I really don't know what they're going to do, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough, like especially with the four-year time jump, um, and how they're going to handle Michael in that four-year time jump, and that's I think that's the key. If they figure out a good way with that, then the rest is gravy. I think. Um, I'm going to make something. I'm going to make Cody really happy. I believe Daniel Harris will be in some role in this movie. I God, I hope so. I think it's going to happen. I think it's time. I think, and I think, because I think they just need to share the same screen together just because it'll be a good moment for fans. And I think they've been very, very well um, treating the fans well for as fan service goes. I think John Carpenter being back, Lori being back, a little the the Halloween three masks, like the little, uh, the boombox kid in the H the H 18 that, uh, from Halloween two, the Loomis being perfect. The flashbacks, the music. Like it's everything. the one thing. Yeah. It's the one thing that they haven't, that, that they haven't brought back. That and Ben Tramer. I mean, it's the two things that need to happen. <laughs> like, um, but in all seriousness, they can bring Rachel back. I mean, I wouldn't be upset about that either. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, they could do so much and like and make logic. I don't know if. Oh, dude, I just thought about it. Lay it on me before I, I give you my other one. Lay it on me. I just thought it. I, uh, Ellie Cortez is is that her name? Ellie Cornell, you're close. Cornell, ah, I was close. Uh, Ellie Cornell and Danielle Harris are at the ho- They're just at the hospital. It's a uh, grandma and a mom and a kid. I don't care who the kid is. Like you can just get pick little Jimmy from down the street and just have him play. But like you have Rachel and Danielle Harris, they don't have to be like in the movie. Like they don't even have to have a line in the movie. Just a cameo is all I want. I think we'll get something more with Danielle Harris. I think I don't. It won't be Jamie Lloyd. I don't want to watch her die again. I mean, obviously, it could be Jamie Lloyd. She could play that character. It just would, because they retcon to, even though there was a little Halloween 2 clip in this Halloween Kills or whatever, no one needs to know. Um, they could they could retcon the story, but she could play Jamie Lloyd and could have a connection. Maybe she was childhood friend with with uh, Karen. Maybe that's how it happens. That's That's a cool idea. Not gonna happen that way, but that, that's how yeah. I would. <laughs> Jamie I would, Lloyd's not coming back. I would write it that way, but you know, um, I mean, there was that rumor that you know that the Tommy Doyle was be played by Paul Rudd. I think he he's always talked about Halloween Six. He loves it. He loves the experience. He talks about it, and he would he'd be very open. I think to he doing. wanted to do it, but uh, other obligations got in the way. Ghostbusters. Yep. So yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't watching that shit just for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, my, I, I guess what I would, my other prediction would be, is, and this is gonna be piss, this is gonna piss people off, but I think it's okay, and it's okay because if if this is the end of a trilogy and we're not going to touch any of these people again, we're not gonna play with these characters again. And it, it just lives in this universe that we created, this retcon universe. I think having Mike, Michael say something for the first time, nope. I, I think it works. Nope. I think it works. Nope. Only because... I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and I only say this because in 2018, Sartain says... They were screaming at him to yeah. say something. Sartain says, oh, he can speak. He just doesn't want to. And the fact that he's aware, I think... And it doesn't have to be like a sentence or he better not fucking say die like no, he did yeah. in Rob Zombie's Halloween too. And I only say this because I think it's okay now for this story to be complete. I think it's got to be something that is how should I say this? It has to be something What if that... he says sorry? That's so... I mean it has as corny as people I think would know to think that is, that is, I think that works. I think that's definitely something that could work. It, what if, uh, what if, all right, so let's just go, if we're going to have him fucking talk, <laughs> let's just go batshit nuts. He kills Allison and then is fighting with Jamie Lee Curtis and she pulls his mask off and he says sorry and stabs her. Like, I mean, I mean, it's like I said. It, uh, I know this is. Bad I just shit. don't think he's gonna talk. <laughs> yeah, that's something they'll never do. But I just think it'd be very interesting if it was done tastefully and right. Because obviously, he hasn't said a damn thing in what forty years now. But the line in eighteen, just for me personally, as someone, hey, it, yeah, bring it around. Yeah, and it's just like he says, he could speak. He's aware. He just. just chooses not to yep or the podcasts are still live and we get the podcast that we all want you know michael myers un uncensored talk to jericho let's do it that podcaster is mega dead he's he's dead i'm sorry yeah, he's, John, he's dead <laughs> okay i want to throw something out because i i know you're on i know you saw it too can the reason why michael we find out in Halloween ends what drives Michael crazy is actually Silver Shamrocks behind the Michael Myers mask. Tom Atkins appears and <laughs> um, puts a bullet in his head. And, you know, that can that be a thing? <laughs> I mean, listen, the masks are in the movie, yep. and not to mention the Silver Shamrock icons are on the back of the mask, the little, the little buttons. They are. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that they could mention it. And Tom Atkins. Do we get a Tom Atkins? You know, when she takes his mask off, he's walking with it. That power to him that wants that mask back. In the, and you notice when he gets he's the mask laying there where they beat him up, he, he has to have it on. There's a about that and even in 18 he they, when he holds the mask out he goes you feel it don't you he turns has that power she wanted to think shamrock there's a pat there's something with it side of the mask there's there's a little shamrock icon or the little I, boy. I think that's how they're gonna have to kill him they're gonna have to take the mask off i think that's what kind of makes him immortal it makes him unkillable when he has the mask on it's like that gives him the supernatural power that is a that's a scene we didn't really talk about i don't want to drag us on too, too much longer but um 
What think of the whole unmasking part? That shit shouldn't have been in the trailer. Trailer. That that, that trailer showed way too much. That's my another negative. Like, there's no reason that stuff should be in the trailer. You know, I don't really remember the trailer because it was I was so excited that I think I blacked out. To be honest, and I'm not lying, like I was just like so pumped. I think I only watched the trailer three times and then like totally forgot about it. Um, that the trailer having Karen holding the mask, like nah, I that I was so mad. That that that's the one part of the trailer that actually annoyed me. But I love the fact Thank that you. the mask was off. Like I, I oh yeah, yeah, I I love the the part in the movie, like how it fit there, uh, and Karen doing the whole gotcha uh just like she did it in 2018 uh but man they they showed way too many kills in the trailer they showed like the, the trailers they really have to pull back for ends if if they're bringing it out in a year uh like one year from right now if it's gonna come out there's no delays anything like that one trailer one little 30 second teaser that's it I, we don't need three trailers. We don't need the whole movie in the trailer. Just simple is the best. Like straight to the point. Show us what it's about. Boom, we're out. Everyone's hyped. I'll give you an example. Put a lot in the trailers just because they want people to go. It was delayed. Yeah. I think the best example of how to do a horror movie trailers, the new Scream trailer was perfect. Yeah, it got me excited. It showed everyone we needed to see, but it did the tease. And I know eventually it'll probably do it. But this is a universal thing, I believe. I think Universal just does this a lot with a lot of their movies. Um, but yeah, like the mask thing, I think I I, I truly believe like that it, that's probably something that they can use to kill him. That or the house, and uh, but and burn that bitch to the ground. It'd be very interesting to see how this plays out. And, like, you know, we'll be back here doing this again. Um, I wonder, uh, hey, what happens if Allison puts the mask on and kills Michael? What if the what if the mask is is evil? Like, what, what if, like, it makes you, like, the motiveless evil? Like, what if that is what motivates Michael to kill? Just the mask. Because, listen, he didn't escape for 40 years, but, like, he got his mask back. Because yep. he wanted it. And it was because he saw it. He's like, oh, shit, it's a drug. Yeah, he, he had forgotten about it. And then he saw it, and he was like, I need it. I need it now. See it. Well, I guess. Yeah, he peeked. He peeked at that he shit. He definitely turned. He, yeah, they because then we saw the eye for the first time. He, he, he gave him, uh, he gave he him a little cheeky a, smile at it. That's and, right, he did. Yeah. Turn back a little bit. He said, "Yeah, you bitch is gonna die for that." Yeah, I'm breaking out. It's over. I'm going back. <laughs> poor, poor girl, man. She just wanted to take a dump. Yeah. He, G Rob, wasn't Hall? I was trying to think of your rankings from a couple of years ago when we did this. Wasn't Halloween four in like your top five? I think it was. Disappointed. Yeah, this, I, I, I thought Halloween four on your on was high on your list couple of years ago it was I'm disappointed but Halloween i know eight, i know you are i, was I can see it in your face i'm heartbroken my top yeah 
The one yeah. positive I will say about Halloween Four, like that, uh, that uh, like the mask is shitty. The mat, it's one of the worst masks of the franchise. But the dude did grab it from like the the hand me down dollar store. That's like, like I said. Like if you think in the in the terms of the original mask burnt because he was burnt, but then he went to a store and like how we see like in these bad Michael Myers uh, mask unboxings, like there's probably you know like mock-ups of those somewhere and he grabs one of them like and that now, I mean, makes it better in, uh, not really i mean that, that just, it just that's that's my own personal like to make me feel better about halloween 4 like i use that as oh yeah man he got it at the the hand-me-down dollar store that's why the mask looks like shit it was brady's fault now, when when in reality they just they don't know how to make a mask a white mask we don't want to see the eyes. A white mask that looks good. That's it. Like, we're not asking for a lot. I just don't understand how they couldn't find another Captain Kirk mask or uh, the, the Don Post Captain Kirk mask that, that they used. And, you know, because now there's so many of them. Like, I'm starting to see people come out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah, I had like six of these things. Like, and then they cost, they customize them to look like the 78. But, like, um, the 2018 mask is the best of the franchise, in my opinion. I love it. It's great. I like. I, I like it better than the original. Interesting. I, I have a, a hard on for the original, but that's just me. Oh yeah, I mean it's the it Halloween looks. Kills Flash nine, 1978 mask is very very good. They nailed it. Like yeah. that that entire scene is literal perfect. Yep. And I think that's what I'll remember most about Halloween Kills is, yep. <laughs> is that. And that's not, for me, that's not a bad thing. It's just, I think it was just such a surprise that they nailed it, you know? I was I was so hot, guys. I, I can't even tell you guys. It was like 5.20 in the morning, and I'm sitting there, and I, was, I looked at my sister, and I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. This movie's going to be great. And then I was like, an hour later, I was like, shit. I love it. Not that good. All right, guys. Well, everyone out there, whoever uh, stuck through the end here, uh, just a little bit, like two hours, 40 minutes into this thing. <laughs> it's always long and it's always good. I love talking Halloween with you guys. Um, but uh, I do, before I get to where they can find you guys, I do want to say thank you to two people who... Um, came on here. Let me pull this up real fast. I'll bring this over here because it's blocking you guys. I want to say thank you to Zer0367 for following the channel. I know we've been away from Twitch for a while, but kind of put two and two together. I work at Twitch. I want to be on Twitch. So there you go. Um, and then Zypixie, as always, you're amazing. Thank you for subscribing for one month here. One, um, bring us back on the, on the subscriber board here. Um, thank you so much. Um, Colin, where can they find you on social? Mainly Twitter. Twitter is at Colin Wall. It's C-O-L-L-Y-N-W-A-L-L. That's where I'm really as on Twitter. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow me, go for it. All right, Cody, how about you? Where can they find you? And I know you, don't you do a little podcast with that Nick Jacoby kid? I love that guy. I miss him. I I had to take a little time away from it. I we've had some family stuff come up, and I'm about to start a second job again, uh, a seasonal job. So 
Uh, they're killing it. Uh, I'm going to hop on when I can. Uh, but I actually start my second job tomorrow. Uh, but it's... I, I have a blast talking fantasy football with those guys uh, uh, at... Uh, it's it's primetime fantasy pod if you guys uh, want to follow it uh, or me on Twitter it's just C repass DFS uh, I post a lot of DFS content uh, just I, I'm a sucker a degenerate I uh, but I don't really ever get on social media that much anymore like I'm I only have Twitter I don't have Facebook I don't have Instagram I don't have TikTok I don't have any of those, and I barely ever even get on Twitter anymore. I'm just turning into a homebody. Like, I go to work, I come home, I, I watch movies or watch sports or whatever. It's just the way it is now, and with everything going on, it's probably only going to get worse, but I'm just glad we were able to do this before, like, everything got super hectic. For sure, man, and I... I, I love doing these things because it, it brings out the fandom in everyone and and it's it's so good that horror as a whole right now is doing really well. And yep. and I think having Michael around still and how it's trickling back into the pop culture phenomenon is it's great. And I hope this leads to seeing Jason come back to the big screen, Freddie coming back. I mean, we're getting new Hellraiser uh, for uh, stuff, a TV show and a movie. We got Chucky on the sci-fi, which the first episode was fantastic. Um, everyone loved it, 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 it that I've seen it so far. And, um, you know, all the other horror, you know, we got Shudder. Just, it's just a great time to be a horror fan. Great time to be a Halloween fan. Because it was looking bleak before 2018 came out. It was looking really <laughs> bleak. And um, really hope we get more from Halloween, a video game. Uh, That's that what stuff. I want more than anything is a video game. Just like Friday the 13th. Literally the same like thing. Exact <laughs> same, 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 same thing. Different maps for different settings. Please. I don't know who will do it, but if they can... That'd be the greatest thing ever. I would play it every day of my life. I mean, he's in Dead by Daylight, but I can't really get into that game much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's it. So um, we are going to Pot of Horrors. going to take another break for a week, and then we're going to come back um, just in time for Halloween to do some fun stuff. Um, it's been a while since we've been on Twitch, and I, I, I really appreciate everyone who is stuck by the brand because it, it was it's been a rough few months mentally for me and 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 getting back and i appreciate you two coming on because this is this feels great it's great to be doing this and we'll be doing this again when halloween ends come out um start shooting in january i i, I feel like it probably will come out this time next year and it's gonna be great and it's gonna be fun to talk about it and if that's it for michael for a while i'm glad that it, it, it happened the way it did so um and i think the right company was that brought it back I think it was the right company to do it at the time. So other than that, um, thank you so much for watching. And I always remember horror forever. And uh, 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 fuck you, Buster Rhymes. Oh.